All right, next chapter, in-house versus agency. When should you maybe outsource some things to an agency? When should you keep some things in-house? What are the benefits? What are the pros? What are the cons? All that good stuff. So let's dive right in. Okay, so when you're bringing things in-house, you have to figure that you have a good sense of uh, business and the business intuition. So typically, you're closer to the business. You understand what might work. Sometimes that's not a great thing because you might lack like creativity in terms of like you get some people that are like, oh, well, this is the way we've always done it. Uh, that you don't want to do. But in terms of like overall strategy, sometimes, you know, an in-house marketer will have the upper hand over an agency. Um, unless the ag- uh, agency is kind of like um, um, specific to your industry. But for the most part, from what I've seen, uh, typically you want a team built in-house. I see a lot of companies, a lot of big brands are doing this now where they're kind of getting away from the whole agency thing and and, and training and, and putting the, the uh, time and effort into their in-house marketing team to really understand, like give them the tools and, and set them up uh, to really succeed. So this is definitely a pro for in-house. You know, if you have a specific um, area of the marketing team or a specific area of marketing, um, typically you can probably move a little bit faster by having that business intuition. There's no, you know, emails going back and forth to kind of educate the agency on what you really want. Uh, so that's definitely something to consider. Number two, kind of tied to this would be industry knowledge. So an agency, you know, that gets assigned to your, to your campaign or your business, whatever it may be. And obviously you probably vet them beforehand, but they may lack a little bit of that industry knowledge, you know, how do consumers act for, to your product? You, you know, what are the experiences that you've built over the years that you know work and, and what doesn't work? So industry knowledge is also a little bit of a con when it comes to outsourcing to an agency. And at that time, if, if you're looking at intuition and industry knowledge, you kind of want to gear things towards in-house and train people in-house to, to kind of manage that for you. This is another big, big, uh, con for agencies and a big pro for doing anything in-house is the accessibility and the ability to move fast. So the accessibility to understand the budget right away, not have to communicate things to an agency, not have to go back and forth with emails or you know daily or weekly uh, Zoom calls, whatever it may be. Typically, an in-house team can move a lot faster, you know, designing emails, getting them out, designing new SMS strategies, designing new page updates to the to the website, creating landing pages, whatever it may be, typically you see uh, and the in-house team kind of move a little bit faster because at this point you should understand how to set yourself up for success, how to go fast and all that good stuff. You just lose that when you're com- constantly communi- communicating what you want to an agency. Now this is where it kind of shifts. If you have the budget to pay an agency and you don't have the bandwidth, you have to kind of have that like, well, if we don't have the two or three people here, maybe we want to outsource this. And typically the things that I've seen outsourced are a lot of social media stuff, you know, the photo shoots, creating the content, calendar, putting all that th- that stuff in place a month in advance or a couple weeks in advance, and then having an agency kind of present that to you to say like, here's our, our, um, our roadmap for the next 30 days, whatever it may be, next 60 days, and then having them take care of all of that, the copy, the photo shoot, the assets, the, the actual posting, that's pretty beneficial. I mean, you uh, an entire social media team, and typically they're the those types of agencies just love social and the content, so they have a pretty good grasp on what works, and they can kind of drive the strategy without a lot of direction. So I would say 
if you're lacking uh, in terms of bandwidth for an internal team and you have the money to spend, sometimes, yes, it makes sense to collaborate with an agency. And I would say I would break it down into specific campaigns uh, like the social media one I just used. Technology access. A lot of times these agencies have access or excuse me, they have a lot of clients. That's a pro and a con. So the con would be you're just another number. They have other clients that they're working with throughout the week. They're probably on weekly calls with five, six other clients. One team is. Uh, so you're part of that. And sometimes, you know, maybe the attention isn't there or the results aren't there. And that might be one of the, um, the reasons why. But a pro to that is typically these agencies have access to a lot of cool marketing technology that costs a lot of money. And they can justify paying for it and then using it for X amount of clients. Uh, so that's kind of a plus because you might, you know, technically get access to some cool marketing technologies that you would have to pay for on your own and bring it in house and manage it and all that stuff. So that's a, a definitely a pro. Another pro uh, leaning a little bit more towards agency is the reporting. Agencies like literally their entire scope of work is like 50% is just reporting and proving that they know what they're doing. So typically, hopefully they're reporting on good numbers and positive ROI. And, um, you know, that's kind of streamlined. And to be honest, like I wouldn't want to do that. So I wouldn't want anyone on my team if we were a small team and our bandwidth was a little limited. I wouldn't want to be spending 50% of our time putting together reports for leadership or your boss or whoever it may be. So typically a, a huge pro working with an agency is the fact that they will send you reporting on a weekly or monthly basis. Lastly, this is kind of a con. I, I, I mentioned it, um, but it's client focus and performance. So this goes, there's two parts of this. So client focus, are they concentrating on you or are they concentrating on other clients uh, throughout the week? Um, what's kind of a pro about that is that if they do have other clients similar in business nature to yours, they might know what already works, right? So they might use that as an example or a case study to say, we've run this with this type of customer. They're not in the same industry, but they're very similar to you, similar size, similar product, whatever it may be. They'd probably be in the same industry if they're a similar product, but um, they might already know a lot about it. So the industry knowledge and then the client focus kind of contradicts itself because they might not be the industry. They might not have the business intuition, but they might have the experience based on other clients they worked with and they can kind of cater that towards your roadmap and what might work for your company. So that's a pro. And is and if the performance is there, if they're if they're continuing to perform month in and month out, and it's just a you can justify, you know, paying them and they're taking some stuff off your internal team's plate, then yeah, let's do it. But if they're if you're sending um, you know, if they're sending invoices and you catch them, kind of like the example I used in the last chapter. Uh, sometimes, you know, things get a little bogus. I wouldn't necessarily recommend, you know, setting up a pay as you go type of like a la carte. Um, you know, this is what we did this month. So the, in the invoice this month was nine grand. This is what we did the previous month. So it was only four grand type of thing. You really want a serious, uh, SOW, which is scope of work, uh, and really outline like, Hey, listen, we'll partner with you for the next six months or 12 months but this is what we're paying you on a monthly cadence and let them dictate you know, what you get in return and what they're gonna be doing. This way everyone's happy. Um, but yeah, these are just a couple of things to look at. Kind of make your decision whether you wanna go in-house or, or towards the agency way. 
Um, I like working in house because I like to be closer to the brand. I've worked on both sides before. There's no, there's nothing wrong with wanting to work with for a brand or work with an agency. Um, there's just a handful of pros and cons. As a business leader, as a marketing leader, you would want to look at to say, is this something we want to outsource or do we want to hire a, an expert to work for this because we know it's going to pay dividends in the future and we might be able to have one person doing this and managing all of this rather than paying an entire agency to do it for us. And then over time, you kind of um, build that relationship. That person that you've hired in-house is you know, understanding what's working. They, they become the in-house expert. Uh, so that, I think in the long term, uh, that pays a lot more dividends. It's a lot more valuable to have that type of employee rather than kind of jumping around from agency to agency. So those are some examples. I'll see you in the next chapter.